0: to dream it dare it do it live the life you want my name is jasmine i'm your host i want to thank you so much for listening in you know episode after episode and uh we're on season five and my friend today is gary stein hi gary
1: hi jasmine
0: guys you've seen gary before gary and i have been in communication ever since and we just keep talking about stuff and i thought let's have him on again and so we're having you know episode second episode with gary and today so we're both talking about how you know life comes from within and we're looking at what we're doing with our business and what are the things that are kind of using our space right now, using our mind, right? Our, our energy. And so we're going through this whole conversation and Gary's been talking a lot about perfectionism in his content. So if you guys want to see, you go to his website, there's a lot of stuff about perfectionism. and But we're also talking about Oh my dog decided that it was go- she was going to play now, so that's the the sound that you guys are hearing. She just it decided. Like
1: she's, it sounds like she's chewing your ankles.
0: Yeah, <laughs> chewing on something, baby. Why don't you come here? Come, baby. Baby, come. Come and see Gary. Let's let's nip this in the bud right away.
1: Here we are. That's good.
0: <laughs> so um, so Gary was talking to me that he's like I've been I've been I've been asking him to write a book, and. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of like <laughs> thinking about it. But he started writing some stuff about being graceful with your aging. Tell me more about that, Gary.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, the 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 sort of working title is uh uh The Slightly Older Person's Guide to Graceful Aging. Mm. And because I'm older than a lot of people I know and a lot of people I'm friends with and that I have contact with, I mean like 20 years older because I'm I'll be 72 in a couple of weeks. And um, I I look around and see people telling telling themselves stories about aging in general and what their age means to them right now in terms of, well, let's see, I can still do this and I can't do that. And I probably shouldn't do this at this age. Just all these generalizations that people have about aging. And it's very funny because it's changed a great deal in my lifetime. When I was a young guy, 20 years old, 50 seemed quite old. And people who were 50 seemed more like 70 year olds now because they had these ideas that, oh, you hit 40, that's middle age. And it's only downhill from there. And... um so i've been really looking at the ideas that i've had and what i've seen in the last few years that that give the lie to those ideas they just sort of knock them out of the water as the bullshit. pardon me that they are can we say that on your podcast you can say shit fuck
0: bullshit everything you want
1: well those that's good because i know all those words and they tend (laughs) to come out of me kind of often um so so I've really been, you know, I find myself writing this stuff quite a lot without even knowing I'm going to do it. Something comes to me and all of a sudden there's another entry for the book. And the idea is to just make it easier for people by letting them know that they can make it easier for themselves. That aging doesn't have to be the, 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 the horrible, frightening journey that it is for so many people. You know, we have we we put such significance on on being a certain age and on aging, and we decide that it means something. And of course, it doesn't. If we believe it, it means something. But that's you know just living under the illusion of lies. Yeah. So that's sort of what that's what this project is about. It's it's about trying to dispel the the uh, the untruths that we tell ourselves without without meaning to bringing them to light, bringing them to the surface so that we can take a look and say, well, wait a minute. Maybe what I thought isn't true. Maybe what I believe isn't really the case. Um, Because I'm convinced that I I always knew I was going to live to be pretty old. Mm. I, I, I always thought that. And I thought, well, then watch the people who are aging now. I started thinking that when I was very young. And I really noticed certain characteristics in in older friends, uh, 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 parents of my friends, and just older people that I knew, because I knew a lot of them. It it also occurs to me that I'm so old that I knew people who were born in the 1800s. Mm. I I knew a number of them, you know? Yeah. My grandparents, for for starters. That's, That's, yeah. And I've been around for a long, long time, and life has changed a tremendous amount in that time and some of it for what i consider good and some of it for maybe not so good one of the things i do consider to be good is that there's a general a, there's a general cry now that says no 50 doesn't mean this no 60 doesn't mean this no 70 doesn't mean, need to mean that and um i think we can only benefit by looking at those assumptions and and uh, cuz when we look at them they 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 disappear into thin air
0: yeah you know, i think
1: there's nothing to support them
0: i think that they the like more and more if we like if we look at you know what's going on on social media and in the news and all of that more and more we see you know people coming out saying you know okay no i'm i'm you know 50 is the new 40 60s the new 50 you know that they kind of have these jokes i think that we we do have um A lot more conversations but I think there's a lot more people out there that still believe that you know the number you know next to that comes with your date of birth means something you know um and and I think that what in our conversation before we started recording the thing that that made me go, Oh, we, we have to talk about this for people was that you said people stop putting life into it. Like it's, it's so. F- and I'm going to tell you, I don't know if you remember when I said that I was like people like you know, instead of continuing to exercise they don't put any more energy into exercising anymore they just stop or they they stop taking care of their their food or they like they just no longer put energy into it and so funny because you kind of like the way that i look at mind thought consciousness i can see how um would i can see how I put energy into my negative thoughts. But as you were talking, I didn't realize how I didn't put energy in some of the positive thoughts that I could. Like, you know, like there's a reverse to putting energy to negative thoughts. There's putting no energy to positive thoughts. And it just didn't occur to me until you said it.
1: Yeah, and I I don't I like the way you said it because I didn't say it quite like that. I don't remember how I said it, but if if we're going to pay that much attention to thoughts that are dark and thoughts that are you know what might be considered negative, well, why not put the same amount of attention on the other ones? And I think it's the answer to that is partly because um, those negative thoughts can feel so frightening. They set off an alarm that says, oh got to protect myself. Wait a minute. What's this? This is no good. And when we think, when we, when we acknowledge something that we've done positively or something that we've seen in a positive light that we may have never seen before in that light, it's good to spend as much time on that, at least as much time on that. Well, uh, let's see. That old assumption I had, I guess that really isn't true. I can I leave that one by the curb there. I don't need that anymore and And what i found is that when I get to that point those thought those thoughts don't tend to recur that much they do they, they don't keep coming back or if they do come back, they just pass through me. I don't stop them by resisting them and lock them in place you know yeah. um but yeah, it's real important that this book is really it's about how to be nicer to yourself, really, and it's kind of the nuts and bolts of how to be nicer to yourself. Um, Most of us can be pretty, pretty awful in the way we talk to ourselves and the way we regard ourselves. And boy, that doesn't, that doesn't work as you get older. That takes a bigger toll as you get older.
0: Yeah. It's tiring. It's, it's like, it's like you don't need anybody around you to beat you up. You're doing it to yourself. I mean, once you what, but it's, it's, there's a lot of power in noticing. Okay, well, actually, I'm doing that, and it's not the truth. Yeah, I can stop doing it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it's the difference between noticing what's wrong with you and noticing what's true about you. Yeah. And, and that is a huge difference. And, and that's the difference I was just talking about. Noticing what's wrong with you is believing the, the negative thoughts. Noticing what's true about you is those reactions when you, all of a sudden you see that some emotional issue just doesn't have the hold on you that it used to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, that really has to be acknowledged, I think.
0: I think that there's, there's, that what reminds, when you say that, it reminds me about, you know, now. <laughs> it reminds me about now. It reminds me about, you know, we go on auto mode, We don't even have new fresh new thinking like how can we today like every day just have fresh new thoughts well we have to give up on the old shit and then look and see again right now you know what does this situation make me feel like now not how did it make me feel before right
1: That's that's absolutely right, because most of of our lives are dealing with the remembered past and the imagined future, you know, regrets about what I did and worries about what I'm going to do, and it doesn't leave much room for being alive to the moment, and uh, that's the place where happiness is found. That's the place where peace is found. It's never found in the past or the future. It, It doesn't exist there. It exists right here, right now, the only place it ever exists. And if you're not looking for it here and you're not looking for it now, you're not going to see it because those, those thoughts about past and future tend to be much louder, much more insistent. I was writing something today and I was using the example of siblings and I I thought of little baby birds because um, we have uh, around the kitchen, there's wisteria planted and it, has spread a long way, and it. Uh, house finches have found their way into there and built nests. So we have this we have this population of house finches, who were born right here, and who keep making their nests in the same places right here. And um, so when I hear those baby birds, some of them are really, really, really loud, and there's always one that's the loudest. You know, that that baby bird that's the loudest is probably the one who's going to get the most attention just because the mother wants to get the bird off its back for a minute. Mm -hmm. So she can take care of the other ones. So it gets all the attention and all the care. Well, that's like the negative thoughts. If you're giving those all your attention and all your care, there's not a lot left for seeing what's really here right now. Yeah. Hmm. But that quiet voice, the voice of your instinctive wisdom is... It's a quiet voice. It's not like the voice of fear that says, uh 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 uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, Oh, fuck it, I'm in trouble again. Oh, this again. That voice is loud. That's the the noisy bird who's in there doing this, you know. And that's the one we tend to pay attention to. And it's the one that doesn't need to be paid attention to. Because it's the one that, even though it seems really insistent, it's got nothing to offer you.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because lately I've been talking about, I've been with friends and, you know, what's been recurring for me is the unconscious thought. And because I've, you know, because we, we now know that, you know, a feeling comes from a thought, right? And we might not know it's a thought, but the, the thought comes before the feeling. It's not the feeling and the thought. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I have feelings you know in my body and I'm kind of like looking for the thought and I'm just like okay what is this thought why am I having this why is this happening and where I'm, I'm starting to go in my mind or in where I'm what I'm starting to see within is that it's just old thinking it's just old thinking that I, it's been there for so long. You know, but you know how sometimes, you know, you've got this nice bookshelf and you, you put this little thing on the bookshelf and you're like, I'm going to find it there. And then you know in your head that things on the bookshelf and you come on the bookshelf and you're looking at the bookshelf and can't, can find it. It's like, you're like, where the hell is it? And you're looking straight at it, but it's just part of the, shelf now you don't even see that it's there anymore right it
1: sounds like me in the refrigerator
0: yeah you do that with the fridge
1: wait a minute i know it's here where is it nina do you know where this yes it's right <laughs> in front of you
0: yeah, yeah. Over and over it's and crazy over. though but we do that with our th- i think we do that with our thinking too i think that at, at some point we're just so used to it. I'm, and I'm going to talk for myself. I'm going to say, not going to say we, you can say if you agree with me there, but it's kind of like there's thinking inside of me. And I shared this with you when we first started talking off camera where I've got this thought that I'm I'm bad, you know, there's there's there I'm I'm bad and I have to be good and whenever something occurs that you know, I already associate with I'm bad, I get the feeling in my body, I can feel it in my body, right? And so I now associate this body to I'm bad. This feeling in my body, I meant to I'm bad, but I don't know where I thought I was bad. (laughs) If that makes any sense.
1: A little while ago, you said something that that I just wanted to comment on uh if i can remember what it was now i'm sorry my cat's here and he's going to be very noisy so if you hear that that's that's what it is
0: that's okay it's barely noticeable.
1: Yeah. He, he 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 just jolted that thought right out of my head this is something i've learned about aging too and it's I, I wrote about this um i've i've discovered that if i really need to know something i'll remember it mm. and if i can't remember it at that moment all it means is my mind hasn't caught up to me yet. It'll come when it's ready. But trying to squeeze it like, or trying to get it like squeezing it out of a tube, that never works and only gets me upset. Why can't I remember this? I saw both my parents do that. God damn it, my memories, I can't think of anything anymore. And yeah. before, before I knew it, they were convinced of that. And it led to uh, uh, you know, more rapid deterioration on their parts. Because they were convinced, oh, my mind doesn't work anymore.
0: Yeah. It's like feeding, telling your body constantly that your mind doesn't work anymore.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know what I was, I was going to talk about a minute ago. You know, the, what, you, what you were saying about, I've got this bad feeling. What's the thought that goes with it? I, I've stopped looking for that. The bad feeling is all I need to know. If it's a bad feeling, it's not a thought I have to pay any attention to. If it's a bad feeling, it's a thought that's not true, probably. And so it, I just, I don't, that, that old, that feeds into the misconception that if we intellectually understand something, we will have conquered it and moved past it. Uh-uh. It just doesn't work that way. You can know all of, I used to have people tell me that all the time. Well, I know what that fear is about. I, I know what that's about. So, yeah, well, has that released you from it? no that 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 offers nothing so it, it saves an awful lot of time not to have to worry about stuff like that not to have to spend you know intellectual not to have to spend brain power on trying to figure what the hell was i thinking because i feel so bad it doesn't matter yeah uh, the all the information is in the feeling and when Uh, I first heard that from, you know, any number of 3P teachers. I thought, well, wait a minute, how can that be? It's so obvious to me now. I, I pay so much more attention to the feeling than to the thought. The feeling can't lie. The thought, I think I said this to you, it's like having two navigation systems in your car. And one of them can only tell the truth. And one of them tells the truth some of the time. Yeah. Which one are you going to listen to? Yeah. Not the one that tells the truth some of the time. Clearly, that's the thought. The one that always tells the truth is the feeling. That's the information I need. So that's what I pay attention to.
0: Yeah, it, it is a process, though, right? I, I can see how it, yes. it was a process for me. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the other day I was listening to um, a, a video from Sid Sydney Banks it was separate realities is what he said he was talking about. And in there, he says a joke. And, and you know, that's the joke I heard. I'm not telling you that's actually the, the joke but he, he kind of says you know like you guys come here and you keep asking me talk to me about the three principles talk to me about the three principles he says that's all i'm doing i'm only talking about the three principles <laughs> all the time and yeah. he says but he says when i'm talking to you you guys are listening with your intellect
1: yeah, yeah.
0: and then once but he says i'm talking to your spirit so he says, when when I talk and you don't understand, it's because you're listening with your head and you're not listening with your spirit. And I thought that was so cool.
1: Yeah.
0: And he also said, he also said, um, he said, thinking is so freaking amazing. He's, and I could see how he's like, it's so cool to be able to think like we human beings, we think we create with our mind and he says it doesn't mean you know if you have the thought of going to rob a bank that you're going to give it life and go do it and i think that that's the kind of like the the missing link it's like like we we give energy to certain thoughts and forget that the thoughts were created we don't have to give them energy I yeah. used to say feed. I call it feeding them. Like like the, yeah. bird, the mama bird. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: It's giving them, it's giving them credence, giving them credibility.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Versus, well, that's a bullshit thought. Don't have to pay any attention to that one.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah, because some of them were like, oh, I can't have that thought. Yeah. What do you mean I'm bad? I am not bad. Let me show you how I'm not bad.
1: Oh, well, those thoughts are always 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 an opportunity to look at it and say, "Wait a minute, is that really true? Could that could that possibly be
0: true?" You know what occurred to me uh, as I'm talking to you now? It's like if I were bad, I wouldn't be so flabbergasted by the thought that I'm bad. <laughs>
1: Well, that's great. That's just right? great. yeah.
0: It's kind of like well, if you were bad, you would just go, yeah, I am. That's it, you know. But I hear the thought, "I'm bad," and I'm like, "What? No, no, you can't think that." Like, and and then I try to control people, and and I try to tell them, "No, I'm not bad," and then I gotta prove it, and this is tiring work, man. Yeah, it is. There's nothing I can do about how you think, how other people think. And even how I think, it's like, you know, like it's the thought coming up. I'm seeing the thought. That's it. That's all I'm doing. I'm seeing it.
1: Yeah, and it's the difference between just seeing it and adding significance to it and deciding that it means something. Yeah. And when you see that it's just a thought and that by itself it, it has no meaning until we give it meaning, until we assign meaning to it, well, then it's much easier to see thought as a neutral the neutral thing that it is, the neutral force that it is.
0: I'm trying to remember because off camera you were telling me something about how you found it sad that people were just no longer putting energy into into things like I remember, you know, like it's like as we're getting older, people like we start believing shit That has been there from the past. Like I've got friends that are like 54 and 55, and they're like, okay, well, I gotta retire now. And I'm like, I'm kinda like, fuck, man, I'm 53. I have to retire in two years. What the I don't wanna retire. What the fuck is retiring? Like that's just it's not even in my mind. It's not even my space. (laughs) It's it's not even there. You know, but then we get we start thinking because we reach a certain age that we have to do things or stop doing things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny because I don't even think about retirement anymore. I mean, because I came to the conclusion, well, why would I want to do that? I like what I do. Why would I want to stop doing what I like doing? That I get satisfaction from and that I get you know fulfillment from. Why would I stop that?
0: You know, that could be also because... We do what we love. I mean, if you don't love what you do, I get how if you don't love what you do, you want to stop doing it.
1: Yeah, and there are a lot of people like that. And, and I used to see, uh, I'd go to high school reunions and stuff and see people. And uh, this was especially true at my last one, which was my, my 50th a couple of years ago, four years ago, I guess. And uh, people would say, you're retired, right? Say, no, I, I don't want to retire why why do you want to keep working well these were people who did things they didn't like their whole life and so retirement was like getting into heaven for them you know yeah don't have to do that hideous job anymore well i you know got to a point in my life a long time ago where i wasn't doing something that i didn't like as a living you know that that was all in the past i was doing what i liked don't want to retire i think it's a it's a stupid thing. And also I've seen, I've coached a lot of people who are on the cusp of retirement. And I saw the ones who went out with a sense of fulfillment and accomplishment. And I saw the ones who went out thinking, Jesus was, that's it. That was all. What a disappointment. And, um, that was a cautionary tale to me too. You know, I want to be the first group. I want to be the first group feeling fulfillment, feeling accomplished. You know, I, I'm going to drop accomplishment and say fulfillment because they're they're different. They're not, yeah. not yeah. the
0: same. Um, I really think I'm the same. Listen, the the, the podcast is called Dream It There, Do It, Live the Life You Want. You know, and honestly, Gary, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but those that that phrase. I've been, I became self-employed when I was 30, 30, yeah, I'm going to say 30. Well, before that, I was at a job. I I was, you know, i had been working there for 10 years and, you know, I was doing, you know, what everybody does, wake up in the morning, go to work, suffer through, suffer through it. You hated the fuck out of it, but you just do it because you got to pay the bills, you know. And I woke up one day and I was like, no, I don't want to. I just don't wanna. And I quit. I literally walked out. And and I remember walking out going, wait, maybe I could have found a job before. <laughs> Like literally, but no, I didn't. I was just so fed up. I had reached that point in, in my mind where I was like, no, I just can't believe I'd rather live in the streets than wake up in the morning. And I actually have to do this again.
1: Yeah,
0: You know, and, and I, you know, I went through, it's now 23 years that I've, that, that has happened and I'm still self-employed, but I I still do when when I started that they asked me to do what's your what's your company name they would ask me as self-employment and I'd be like it's D3 and they were like what is D3? I was like it's dream it there do it, you know. And I added live the life you want because that's the whole point. It's about what is it that you want to do right now? Like why do you keep doing what you don't want to do? I just don't get it. Well, I
1: don't get it either, especially for people who who uh have options, who have cl- clearly have options, because they're they're you know fortunate enough to to have an education. Uh they've been exposed to some stuff in the world and they they can see that, well, it doesn't just have to be uh, you know, a fry cook at a fast food place. I I can do many, many, many other things that seem like they're gonna be a great deal more interesting to me. But they're A lot of people who just don't see themselves as having any options yeah and then they fall into this rut that's uh you know a deep rut that just keeps going on and on and on
0: well you know as i said the words i kind of like no i can i can see how people continue to do you know what they don't want because they continue to think that they don't want it first of all right or that they should be somewhere else You know because when i worked at that job for first five years i loved it you know and then the next five years were my hell. five years it was five years of hell like okay so i had to go through it and i had to figure out that i just don't want that yeah you know i just not it's not even about it's not even an intellect intellectual want i mean i remember creating you know these goals like i've always wanted to i used to do all of these things you know the the it when when the law of attraction the secret thing came out i mean i just bought i ate that like like i ate, i drank that kool-aid uh and then at one point it just didn't work for me but there is something to say about you know look at what you want go within go within and see what what you'd like what would make one brings a smile to your face and then see how to do it
1: yeah but it, that's the place to start yeah there are a lot of people who don't know that that's a, that exists that possibility exists well okay i'm going to put on the get into my harness here and go to work for the next 40 years and it's going to be a travail and i'm going to hate every minute of it and but that's the way life is well no, yeah. it's not. But if you convince yourself that's the way life is, that is certainly the way it will be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is strange, though, that there are so many humans, humans who, who don't even understand that life doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't need to be a big pile of shit that you're just trying to, you know, struggle through. Yeah. It just doesn't need to be that way. But if you're convinced, if you look around at your life and the people you know, and that's the way it is, of course you're going to think, well, that's the way life is. That's, it's not me. It's the way life is. And those are the people who want to retire when they're, you know, 35.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's all within. It's all within. Look at inside. What's going on? What would you like to see? What are you noticing that you're seeing that you're like, hmm, is that true? Yeah. You know, like when we we got on the call, I was sharing with Gary, guys, that I had a dream yesterday. And when I'm in low mood, so I've been having some issues. (laughs) Like, guess what? I'm human. And I've been having some issues and I've been in a low mood. And I had a dream and and i was sharing to gary that when i'm in a low mood let the teensiest things just like make me it become huge you just become humongous and um i had a dream where it was like it was like very bad i was having a lot of anxiety and i in the dream i ran out of the room and i ran into this gorgeous guy and this guy was just listening to me and he was so sweet and he was like being so supportive and I woke up and I started having anxiety again. Because like I told you, I'm having issues and then I thought, oh man, I want to go back to him. Just Can I just go back? I'm going to close my eyes. Can I go back? And then the thought occurred to me that it wasn't him it had nothing to do with him it was all me it was my thinking it was my creation it was inside it was all going on inside of me so that generation of support and of niceness and of kindness was all from me and nothing to do with him
1: yeah yeah i i loved it when you told me that i i Practically applauded. Yeah, it's such a wonderful thing to see that that I don't need that from somebody else. I I can give it to myself. Yeah, I have it within me to give to myself, and there's no reason I shouldn't give to myself.
0: Yeah, and every single one of us can do it. Like we it's are, all all of us. We all have that. Yeah. We can all do that. So I hope that everybody is gonna. Look within and just give yourself some love.
1: Yeah, look to see what's there. Don't look to see what's wrong. That's the difference between self-reflection and flagellation. Self-reflection looks to see what's there, what's true. Self-flagellation looks to see what's wrong and assumes there's something wrong, which there isn't.
0: I love it. Look to see what's there, guys. Don't look to see what's wrong. I like it. I think it's a perfect time to say, let's get this party started. No, (laughs) to say thank you, Gary, for for being, being, uh, you know, like, I'm like, Gary, let's record a podcast. He's like, now? I said, yeah, now. I said, okay. (laughs) So thank you. Thank Everybody, you. if uh, you want to learn more about Gary, we're working on a bunch of stuff that's coming up. So stay tuned. Go sign up to his newsletter. Follow him on his, on his socials. It's Gary Stein, GaryStein.com.
1: Which I should spell because people always misspell it. It's yes. G-A-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E.com.
0: Yes. So do that. We presently have uh, six surprising things about perfectionism, a mini course that's going on. So you guys can just go on to his link tree that we're going to put in the maybe we're going to put it on the screen right now. And uh, <laughs> I don't know yet. We'll see. Maybe it'll be on the screen. Maybe it'll be in the description. But you guys can go sign up and you got six free videos and you have one PDF that you can hear um, Gary talk about that. And uh, that's it. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Jasmine. That was fun. Everybody else, I'm going to say dream it, dare it, do it, live the life you want. Okay, bye. See you next week.